times. I lost my DJ way. Yo, this is a special announcement. That's why it's coming fast. This episode was mixed and mastered by DJ Slide Through for Kelele Studio. You know, and just for that's why you can feel the crispy sound. This is done specifically for you. And he does that for other DJs too. So reach out to DJ Slide Through or Kelele Studios on Twitter and get your booking for a podcast fixing or a mix fixing. Kelele Mingi, which has through Twitter for all that nice, 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 nice music mixing, graphics, and a lot of other visual aids. Let's dive into the episode, man. My name is Shakur. Welcome. Listener's discretion is advised. Just, 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 it's just for a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that sounds of, uh, his name is Joe No. <laughs> Jono. I don't know how to pronounce that the right way, but I think it's Jono or like Jono. You'll need to find out for yourself, man. The song is called Dear Jonathan. I think it's a song for broken hearts and loved ones and then lonely souls. Myself, I don't know, man. I've just been trying to figure out this jam for like two days now, but I'm taking my time nice and easy. The video will be out, I think, very soon. Yeah, so you should probably check it out. Jono, Jono, Dear Jonathan. <laughs> Yo, my name is Shakur Lenny. This is Just For Man. You probably could have forgotten, but episode 16, Just For is the show. Sense and nonsense. No stress here, man. We talk about things that affect me or the people around me that I think other people would relate with. Or I just share the gospel of what I think come across. For the first time, I'm recording solo on plan. <laughs> I've had solo episodes before, but usually it was because DJ Slide Through was busy, as he was this time. But then this time, I had enough time to plan for an episode solo, so I prepared myself. Ah, shit, man. That means I'm not going to banter myself. Um, I'll be taking you solo on this one, and like probably already seen the title of this episode, which is anything to do with economics and how fucked up we are right now. Of which that part I'm about to bring for you, you know. Before I even go any further, let me give you a tip on the iceberg. I mean, I think um, the last episode we put out was in December 2021, 31st. Damn, that's like so long ago, man. But we always promise, man. And we'll always have to deliver. So here we are with another episode. Regardless of what has transpired, whatever the fuck has been going on in this messed up country that you haven't got to know about from the just for perspective you know all that nonsense that you missed there is a story behind it as to why it didn't come through but that's a story that can go without being told i mean here we are now the news has already told you about how fuel prices are going high i'm 100 percent positive your favorite radio show has already discussed it i mean how commodity prices are skyrocketing and probably mps are doing nothing about it yeah i know you've heard all about that but the reason i'm taking that up for just for as a whole episode probably let's say three quarters of an episode is because um the perspective all these outlets miss out on is the perspective of reality which i'm gladly going to put for you forward you know i've never actually had to do this much digging for an episode of just for 
even though I've done a lot of digging for my solo episodes before, I didn't do as much as I did for this. So yeah, I went through some reports and damn man, these people are just blinding us with their reports and fucking programs, you know. But I managed to pick a few keen, a, a few areas of keen interest to me, and I'll be sharing those on this episode. Specifically, episode 16. Yo, my name is Shakur. <laughs> Pirate of Maracha, aka he's nothingness. I could go on and on and on, but anyway, this is just former, just losing up. And then listen to me, learn from me, pick from me, or whatever, man. I'm just going to put my shit out there. As a youth man who is trying to survive in a diminishing e- economy, maybe diminishing is a strong word, but let me see. Um, as a youth man who is trying to survive in a stringent economy where the prices of everything go up. What are the ramifications one is prone to for the case of Uganda? <laughs> a small country in the center of Africa, somewhere in the region of Nalobale. Anyway, as a youth man, it is different when people say in Russia there is war, so it's affecting the fuel prices in Kampala. Let's say I don't drive. I don't drive. But I have day-to-day activities I have to carry on, you know. Every border guy you find is going to tell you about the fuel prices. And though a fare that was usually, mm, let's say 2k, would become 5k. And the 3k is simply because amafuta, bay yamafuta, you know, prices of fuel, prices of fuel. The border guy doesn't know, probably doesn't care why the fuel prices are going high. All he gives a shit about is that customer will pay for that shit. And the customer only has themselves to fall back on, or probably any other sources, parents, businesses, whatever. At the end of the day, you have to spend a lot more than you usually had to. What does that bring you to? The higher commodity prices. You know, it's a it's a channel. So transportation is already a problem. And the moment transportation becomes a problem, from my knowledge of logistics, that means storage is going to suffer a major setback. Because if it's hard to transport an item from point A to point B because Putin wants a little bit of Ukraine and so he can hold back his supplies of fuel that for some ironic reason run most of the world and then he gets to control how an innocent you know youth man trying to make a living survive in a hard economy which is already hit by corruption and selfish leaders they are affected, man. Recently, the brother, uh, Drillebody, he, he, he was tweeting and say, stating uh, how Chapat, I don't know if it was a research or a report or what, but I saw it in a tweet and it was like, Chapat is the most consumed meal in Uganda, Kampala specifically. What? What? Why are you people consuming more chapatis than fruits? Why aren't you consuming more eggs? Psh, fuck, not eggs. Why, you, why aren't you consuming more mangoes, pineapples, you know, that, and organic ones, by the way. Why aren't you consuming more of that? But chapati? I don't know. In, in Italy, the most consumed food is also from wheat. Same like chapati, but it's okay, let's... To be honest, theirs is fancier than this one. And, uh, 
I don't get it, man. But that's a very bad sign. If you have to consume chapatis for breakfast, lunch, and supper, then that's not a good thing. But then I know that that's how some people survive. And by some people, I mean a lot of people, a lot of youth, a lot of families out there suffer on chapatis, and that's a reality, man. Whether you want to believe it or not, because you're all holed up in your suit and tie, you might not realize that somewhere else, someone is not getting the basic needs that you have at your liberty. So there is indifferences in this life that have to be, there is indifferences in this life that have to be respected regardless, you know. But they remain realities. Anyway, to think Putin would ever listen to this, I think I would say the hallucinating point has begun. But then I'm not yet there, so I just go on to say what I'm thinking anyway. I think we should just decolonize our minds more. That would sort a lot of things, by the way. If we decolonize our minds, imagine Putin is trying to attack. So once once the economy affects your mobility for a business from um, from the storage getting crippled to, to delays in orders and then customer satisfaction is low. For a manufacturer, they can't get raw materials into the country because it's hard, you know. It's a whole chain thing. It works in a chain format and one mishap leads to the other until the guy at the bottom in torn shorts feels the pinch. That's not fair. One would argue like, yeah, but life gives what it gives. You get what you're served. If you get to choose, you're lucky. And luck doesn't come around every day really. You know? So for one individual, it's different. It might cripple your mobility. And for individual A, that will mean they won't work. For individual B, that will mean they have an opportunity to work. And I think that's the way the pandemic rolled. There were categories of people that kept making money. And those that the, those that didn't, if you remember the essential worker bullshit, you know, and all that stuff, the corruption, scandals, that might never be uncovered, by the way. <laughs> anyway, certain sectors, for example, appeared to be more hit than the others. So I managed to dig through some quick Google searches. I'm not a good, the best reader, but I tried to go through that shit for you fuckers listening in right now. This is episode 16, by the way, and I'm trying to tackle a more serious issue here. <laughs> An issue that is affecting almost every youth man and girl them that I know. Man and woman, that is, boy and girl. <laughs> so, from that paper bag, I managed to break down that the categories of skilled youth the point out of work was as much as the categories of people who um, worked with companies which indefinitely closed during the pandemic. So these people both fall under the same category which is the informal sector and in this case informal sector is you're working but then there is no official documentation that you are actually working. So you are informal and that accounts for a very high percentage of employee statuses in Uganda here. 
things world i mean uh, countrywide by the way it's not just in, the, in in like townships it's a countrywide thing that most of the employees are informal and they don't have documentation probably some of them don't even know that it's their right to be a formal employee but i won't go into that i mean that's information that is free out there so you have to go and read and find that out for yourself but many of them fell victim so and this came abruptly i mean no one knew that a chinese man wanted to eat a bat <laughs> bad joke but move on <laughs> no one planned for that like they just befell us so you get what you saw i mean that's life once again you know so a lot of the informal sector people shop owners they say retailers uh, non food because food guys kept making the money i mean they had all access to go everywhere heaven and hell <laughs> i mean they did it all so <laughs> transportation sector which i've already broken down for you how it affects someone directly and then the further retail and, and wholesale nature of business it's it's obvious demand went down once people stock toilet paper that was it no one wanted to stock anything else toilet paper and then maybe um a few other toiletries you know cleaning and, and here and there and then food only that everybody was set out for the pandemic a lot of data and netflix books as a matter of fact people stocked and that was it so the retailers had to be left with their stock for the whole time of the pandemic which was obvious that was it was obvious business had to go down so that category too and then the grander category of manufacturers which i've also mentioned and so in uganda generally these uh, the retailers wholesalers and uh, employees they contribute a lot of taxes or towards the ugandan economy so it's so unfair to think that someone who was toiling every day like literally with one pandemic and at the snap of a finger it's here and it's gone in what two or three years is more affected than someone who didn't have to do much probably was just on vacation work trips out of the country and covid found them so they had to stay there because of travel restrictions at the time they made more money than someone who was toiling back here and got caught and they say it's the youth man both of them are youth man one youth man is at the travel one youth man is down here of course either of them might have their own problems to deal with personal issues that we can't downplay in this but generally the way of life of the youth man who stayed back is more heat than the other and and that's not even it's a shaming to mention that the level of output might have been in a reverse order for the two people so it breaks my heart sometimes to think that the people who work most get rewarded the least and you know the reverse but so is life again you get what you get and sometimes the quality is just a dream like i read one time they said there is no uh winners and losers it's just the strong and the weak i think the same analogy applies for equality if you ask me <laughs> just for us has been on a long break by the way i need to mention that uh, to be back right now i'm even so grateful by the way 
I give a lot of thanks because I missed being the, behind the microphone. I missed sharing my views. There was a lot of discoveries along the way, personal discoveries, major discoveries in different fields, a lot of developments, you know, too much that would take a lifetime to catch up on for lack of a better description. But we continue with the agenda, which is to bring to you sense and nonsense in the same package, you know. I mean, we're just here to have a good time and chill. This is just a chill podcast that you listen to if you want to and you don't if you don't want to. But you only get served with honesty, you know, the truthful facts that the news is trying to put out of your mind. And a lot of these stupid reports that are on the internet, easy to find, but are covering up. They're not even helping the situation. They're just trying to be formal, you know. Like there is a report I came across still doing the same research and it was saying after the pandemic, the government was intending to invest more money into like uh, the skilled laborers, you know, skilled. This is a hand and mentors, you know, that's arts, joinery, I mean, MDD, that field if you get what i'm talking about anything that's got to do with skills putting the robotics guys on and on the report says the government is supposed to invest in this by the time the the pandemic and its effects were abating in the words of the lead author who was um i think i think that's the name the lead author of the report you know when the, when the pandemic was abating, the government would invest more money into these fields. Now this is 2020. Just for hasn't been here for, what, seven months? You haven't listened to a new episode of Just for in seven months, but this is an old report. I just came across it doing my quick reads, Google search. And I went on and looked around for government-aided researchers to skilled uh, I was looking for circles or individuals who benefited from anything like this if it were there as a government program and there was nothing and this is a World Bank report so anyone out there is reading a lot of positivity on Uganda on the open source news yet the reality on the ground is actually very different for the youth man so it, it's it's crazy that reality can easily be manipulated like you know anyway my friend sally said uh actually she quoted yeah she quoted like if they can make movies in hollywood that means they can manipulate the news they can use it to make you think what they want you to think you know that's why a show like just for is necessary because i take my time give you what it is as it is <laughs> life you know generally life anyway as you've already felt the environment is different right i'm riding solo my name is shakur if you've forgotten and if you're a first time listener well done man you hit a jackpot discovering just for because <laughs> i always say it's esoteric you know the whole just for idea for me just go out there talk whatever you want to talk say freely 
without any fear for anything or anyone or favor because this is just me speaking my mind usually it's just a conversation between two or three people but if it's one person you just get to hear them speak their mind if it's two people you get to hear them reason out three people discussions i mean it's just a natural floating everything is everything we go we go <laughs> that is the only command we wait for we go roll it <laughs> i've tried to break down for you how the economy affects a youth man you know the daily youth man but one point i've forgotten to raise is the struggles of a working youth man <laughs> but the struggles of transporting yourself from one point to another is a crazy one so it will affect the car people it will affect the border border users to affect business people but it will hardly affect the government folks yo so you need to know that your taxes actually work a country like uganda of 45 million people where there is a lot of foreigners doing business here and then buying real estate you expect a lot of turnover but you people ask yourselves as citizens where does our money go where do our taxes go yo your taxes are work your taxes are building malls and then schools and that's all you know you don't know the other things your taxes are doing but they're actually working just not in your favor <laughs> just not for you they're your taxes but not for you you know like you can just give it to them and they can just take it and you're cool with it and you keep working keep paying as you earn you keep importing that excise duty i mean it's just a game it's like ping pong you give they take you give they take yeah you know but if you don't stop that for yourself whom do you think is going to stop it no one not even nature will give a fuck because nature doesn't listen to anybody's commands or requests or orders nature plays along its own rules so if and this is if nature is like ping pong it's ping pong but until when you know <laughs> but the until when becomes a matter of this is down to youth money again until when becomes a matter of how long you can hold on to this pressure the pressure that the economy brings with it is so bad i don't know if i have listeners on this episode who who don't remember the 2007 depression economic depression that started from america and it hit kampala like crazy it hit arua it hit kinshasa it hit nairobi it hit pretoria you know and such is capable with a war in ukraine so that's something you shouldn't take for granted you know that's just me trying to put for you the magnitude out there it may not be on the larger scale but think of the damage that way but I don't want to pump you with only the scary bits of the reality on ground. You also need to know that um we also need to know that you can still protect yourself from the possibilities. I say possibilities because we never know what is coming ahead. Life it serves you what it finds in front of its you know paddle to give you what it finds. Take this, take that John Rambo. So you 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 always have to be prepared the dao says like if you fight, if you practice enough you'll be ready for the war anytime it drops around and i think that's how the sas and the marines practice 
had enough so that when the war comes to them or on the green berries too i don't know if our sfc does that but <laughs> they probably do don't mess with those guys they probably do one guy took a whole a whole chili bottle he emptied it into his chicomando and then i looked at the back of his shirt and it was special forces of uganda i was like oh makes sense so don't mess with someone who eats a whole bottle of chili <laughs> probably fiery anyway you can also protect like possibilities i'm going to focus on mental health which is going to be a major you know hit here and there i mean generally sharing you know for awareness for for solace you know people are going through different things at different times you never know what you say will will have an impact on someone you don't know what might come out of it so you know it's all open you have to share our experiences there might be a way for other people to learn so i intend to just share here and there what i know a thing or two about mental health and how if possible to prevent against possible circumstances so in an economy like this first of all where things are already becoming hard you can barely transport yourself to work you know the salary is barely enough to sustain your livelihood maybe you have a family and you're trying too hard or the responsibilities are just overwhelming maybe school whatever it is man it it becomes even worse when the economy is just generally hard soap sugar food and everyone will use the same excuse mafuta even a tailor will tell you you know what man i can't do your pants i'm a footer shut up dude shut up woman shut up like i mean it's just sitting and pedaling or using some electric stuff even a cobbler will want to tell you that mafuta panda sometimes i think these people think everyone is dumb but then they know they hold the power because in an economy like uganda is where the seller is the regulator you can barely do much i mean what options do you have you're running late you have the last money on you but you need to get to where you're getting early and the best option you have is a border guy he's telling you a price that is ridiculous but then you can't wait and yet let's say um an up border safe border taxi fry bolt um, i don't know if uber does borders but would be like let's say halfway cheaper that is the craziness of things going on out here anyway man about your mental health take that shit serious man choose this is going to sound cliche but if you think about it for 40 seconds it will make sense to you but choose peace I think 40 seconds is enough to go from want to cut off your throat to I let it go, you know. Take time, think about things before you do them and don't make decisions when you're uptight and crazed up. Relax and loosen up. It's all good for your mental health because the slower and more natural you take it, the more easily it unfolds itself. Do you know what it means to have to eat Chikomando for breakfast? lunch and supper now imagine that but like without breakfast or probably supper so it's just mando for lunch or mando for supper okay nana say on it 
I'll take that. <laughs> oh, by the way, you could support just for. I should remind you that ad spots are still open. You can advertise with just for. Not free anymore because now we don't have a sponsor and we need to upload for you these episodes if you need to listen to them regularly. So you have to pay a fee and then you can get your spot to advertise whatever it is, man. Anything will go. <laughs> I'm elated to have shared with you what I thought would be a nice mind opener, you know, because I'm sure you've heard most of the stuff I said, but you could have missed the little important details, the point of these whole things, the point of a country, the point of a citizenship, the point of life is to leave it. Unfortunately, money became a deciding factor of living life, but then you have to roll with with that if you need money to survive so you have to look for it but then here comes the system with a fuck up of blockades to make it hard for you to find that money and then with bad flus turmoil politics you know it gets down to the local one nothing they're just going to bury their they're just going to bury their angers and sit on them until the next election when they'll be fooled and the sad cycle continues, man. But regardless, I always endeavor to be here to tell you what's happening, you know. <laughs> like it's just for. And allow me to sign out. <coughs> allow me to sign out. Peace and love. Please follow your dreams. Listen to your art. Take what your intuition tells you, man. Be kind. Stop littering too, man. Aish. You can support just for via Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin. And the links are on our bio at just for on Twitter. That's the only place you can find our valid links if you want to support us. Or please just stream on your favorite app. And you know what? You'll pay for our next episode. Man, bless you. And I'm out. <laughs>